What's up, gamblers? You already know. It's your boys, Dennis Perez and Raul Cabral. And this is Bet the Universe, where we talk sports gambling. Tuesday, April 12, 2022. Ro, how you doing, brother? I'm good, brother. Let me get this out the way. Bettheuniverse.podbean.com, the original home, iTunes, Spotify, the IG page with the free picks and the trends of the day and the panel pick app. Of course, where Bet the Uni Row is the, the, the show's presence. Roel does his thing over there. And yeah, it's time for uh, the playing tournament, Ro. Yeah, brother, I'm excited about it. The NBA playoff starts, and it starts with the playing tournaments, man. And, and the Nets, and the Cavs, and the Clips, and the Timberwolves tonight. So I'm excited about that. Let's get into that stuff. Oh, yeah, and then tomorrow night, we have the Hornets against the Hawks, and yep. the Spurs, and the Pelicans to, to you know, kind of set that off right there. Exactly. And determine who's going to take some of these seedings. Uh, Ro, Cavaliers, Nets, man, in, in Brooklyn tonight. Big one. Nine and a half is the spread, and that and that total resides at 226 yeah. and a half at the moment. Yeah, brother, the, the um, um, the spread, um, it's been going up. It was eight and a half. I think it might have even been eight. And the Nets have been, t- I'm pretty sure, been getting that money because it's gone up to nine and a half. Um, what are your thoughts on the spread? What What are you thinking right here? You know, init- initially, I was like, okay, this, this is a little high right here and all that. But, you know, uh, I think the I think the guys get it done tonight. And, you know, Cleveland's falling, man. Remember, they were up, in, uh, like, a, they were a top four seed in the East. Yeah. I know that was a long time ago. But, you know, they were residing there. They were getting big wins against big teams. And, it, you know, since that Allen injury, just a complete exactly. collapse and, and, a, and a stumble down the standings. Down to number 10 now, man. That's what I was going to say, the Cleveland, everything changed for Cleveland when when the injuries started happening, you know, and that kind of injury, Jared Allen is like their backbone. They lost him. They had Mobley out for a while, which that was big. And, you know, a lot of tough losses down the stretch. I see them losing to Orlando. They lost to Philly in a tough game, you know. And Cleveland was just disappointing the whole month of, um, the whole month of March, too. So, I mean, I don't know what to expect from them, bro, to be honest with you. Uh, let's what, get into some numbers. Well, yeah, I mean, I was be like, you know, although I just said I like BK at home, I would be, you know, uh, like not responsible if I didn't give you the numbers, right, Ro? And, yeah, and exactly. Cleveland's been bad against the spread, but so has BK, both three and seven against the spread last yep. ten. And then BK, this is an alarming number, ten and thirty yes. at home against the spread. Ten and thirty-one against the spread at home, bro. That's the worst in the league, like by far. Like that's not no one was even close to them. And as far as Cleveland, they were 20, 20, and 1 against the spread on the road. So they did decent work on the road. Um, these teams played together, played each other this year, D, four times. Brooklyn went 3-1 and one against them. So we always got to look at that. 2-0 um, at home, which this is a home game for Brooklyn. So uh, as far as the numbers go, and then when you start looking at Cleveland, what they did well this season, their offense was ninth in the league in field goal percentage, and they were 15th in three-point percentage against as far as defensively those were the two best stats that i could give you for cleveland and uh just to finish this little statistical thing off right here d brooklyn their defense was seventh in field goal percentage against so an underrated defense and um in three point percentage against they were eighth in the league so brooklyn's defense is, is not as bad as some people think you know what i'm saying and offensively, we know what they what they could do. They're fourth in field goal percentage and tenth in three point percentage. So See, and that good. and that leads me to my point of of leaning Brooklyn nine and a half. Like throughout the year, you know, Brooklyn hasn't really shown too much of a care for regular season True. and for what it means. You know, uh, the superstars. Well, Kyrie first off with the vaccine mandate, mm-hmm. he wasn't playing home games for for the longest of times. 
Uh, KD had an injury mid-year where he was out about a month, maybe six weeks, right? And then they had everything going on with the Harden, implementing new pieces with with, uh, Curry. Still never got Simmons back. And then Drogic, when they picked him up, implementing that. You know, just a lot of of turmoil as far as starting lineups and all that. Injuries, too, with Curry, Aldridge, a lot of the other guys that that get a lot of play in time. And Drogic, so... You know, everything for, for, you know, build up to this moment being the playing tournament, right? Mm -hmm. So, I think they show out. Like, I I think everything, the the polish is there tonight. Everything is is working. You know, all the kinks. Like, I think it's just, when it comes down to a a must-win situation like this, I I trust KD and Kyrie to come through. I was going to say, and to top it off, D, all the experience is really lying here with Brooklyn. Like, you got KD. And Kyrie, these guys are champions, you know? These guys are world champions. They've done it. They've been there before. They have that killer mentality. On Cleveland's side, their experience is Kevin Love, and he's off the bench, you know what I mean? So that's... Just personal feeling. I feel like they scored a ton of points tonight. And, you know, you would mention some of the, the you know, the, the defensive numbers there mm-hmm. trending towards Brooklyn. I think they yeah. step it up defensively and, you know, cover, covering double digits. I don't think it's much of a game. I feel you, bro. Cleveland's history against Brooklyn is also a little rough here, D. 3-7-1 and seven and one against the spread here, the last 11 against Brooklyn. So they haven't had a lot of success. And um, when you're looking at the total, I just wanted to get your thoughts on the total real quick. It was 227, now it's 226.5. I'm leaning over right here. What you yeah, thinking? Yeah, you know... Uh... Defense? I think I think I'll, I'll go defense? with you on the over. Nah, nah, over. I think a ton of points are going to be scored in this game. I'll, I'll lean over. I agree. Uh, Nets 5-2 and two on the over when playing an opponent with a winning record. So that goes well. And Cleveland, the 10-3 on the over when they're underdogs, the last 13. So the over is it does seem to be the play here, even though the, the numbers came down see, like a little a, bit. Like a 134-120 game, mm-hmm. something like that, you know? Yeah, I feel you, my brother. Um, let's, let's talk props real quick to end this little segment on this team. Props, my brother. Let, uh... What are you thinking? Do you see anything over there? I wanted to start with KD, of course, with the 32 and a half on the points prop. What do you think about that? That too much? Yeah. Uh, you listen, I, th- I agree. I think, KD, uh, I think KD is going to go off tonight. So I think he's good for 32 at least. I also like that uh, player prop on FanDuel of uh, KD to score 30 and uh, Brooklyn to win the game. Okay. What's the value on that? I think it's minus 110 on that. That's good value. That's good value. I'm trying to look for some more props here just so that we could attack. I'm just going to look at point props, guys. Points scored. Of course, KD has gone down to 31 got, and a half. You got Kyrie now. at 28 and a half over under. You got okay. Drummond 10 and a half. Garland 25 and a half. Uh, Mobley 16 and a half. Marketing, uh 15 and a half. Anything jump out at you? I mean, KD, I know KD's going to get his. I guess Garland, because he's been the, the leading point getter, right, for the last few weeks here for Cleveland. Yeah. So he's going to probably take the uh, the majority of the shots. And he had 31 points against Brooklyn in one of the last games that they played in, on the season. So, you know, you know, he had a pretty good shooting percentage in that game. So that's, that wouldn't be a bad play. Feel you, brother. So that's it, brother. That we talked the props. We talk, I mean, for me, when I think about this game, I want to agree with you, too, just to, to, to get it on the air. Um, minus nine and a half. I'm leaning Brooklyn here. I'm I'm sensing an explosion from the veterans. I'm sensing some defensive step up, like D said, you know, causing some turnovers, running around a little bit. And then, uh, again, they'll be firing on all cylinders. I referenced D again. He said that they didn't, you know, uh, Brooklyn doesn't play the same. 
now they have to win. Now all the gu- now all the pe- pieces are there besides Simmons. I expect them to come out and come out strong against a young team in Cleveland. Cool. Let's move on to the Clippers and uh, Timberwolves. That's going to uh, conclude the the nights, the two games that we have tonight as yeah. far as NBA play in action. Minnesota favored by three at home, under over of 230 and a half. This is an interesting game here. Uh, Ro, PG available, right? He's going to be on the floor for the Clippers tonight. PG's available. Powell's available for, for the Clippers as well. The only person in question is really Luke Kennard, who is a piece, you know, almost 12 points a game. We know he's a three-point sniper. So that is that is in play here. Um, D, a lot of interesting stuff when I started looking up with this game. First of all, the Clippers have won three of the last four matchups this season. So they had some pretty good work. They're actually 2-0 at Minnesota. So they won their two games. It, they were in the beginning of the season, guys, when Minnesota was just finding themselves. But startling numbers to start off when you're thinking about a plus three and a half here, right? Is three and a half the number? Yeah. That you got? Yeah. And then, I mean, also Minnesota two and eight against the spread in their last ten, so they haven't mm. been lighting it up from the from the from the sports book standpoint. Kennard is out tonight, roll with the hamstring oh, he's injury. Out? Okay. So I don't know if that alters your feeling on this one right uh, here. Not with their depth. Not for me. Not with their depth. What do you think? I don't know, man. This one's a hard one to call for me right here, bro. But I'm going to roll with Minnesota. I'm going to roll with, with, with Pat Bev and Towns and them uh, to get it done at home here. I mean, the one thing I will say, Minnesota does have a small advantage at home. I mean, there's seven games over 500. Um, I mean, no, there are 11 games over 500 at home. And on the other side... Uh, the Clippers are uh, seven games under 500 on the road, just straight up. You know what I'm saying? So that's concerning there. I think uh, the the trend is to take the over in this one as well, right? as far as total, no, bro? Uh, the, the total has been bet down a little bit. It was 231, maybe 231 and a half. But I, I agree with you, though, brother. Clippers over 7-1 and one the last eight versus an opponent with a winning record. As far as these teams go, I believe their history also points to that. Yeah, eight and one the last nine meetings in Minnesota. Yeah, in Minnesota. Yeah, in Minnesota. So and four and oh, four oh and one Clippers last five road games. The over is yeah. So I, I think so, especially Minnesota at home, twenty six and nine the last thirty five as a favorite. You know what I mean? So not necessarily at home, but the fact that they are favorite twenty six and nine that's a big lean to the over right there. So they they are high powered offense. They're the, they're the number one scoring offense. So that's what they're about, and they like to push the ball. They're not really a high field goal percentage team, but they like to push the ball and push it hard. Um, D, let me throw something at you right here now, my brother. Twenty six and a half. Carl Anthony Towns points. Anthony Edwards twenty two and a half, and then Russell seventeen and a half. Which one do you like best? As far as a nice points prop, I will roll with Towns. 26 and a half, right? Yeah. That's not that's not cra- no, crazy. No, definitely doable. Doable, easy 30. You could see a 30-point game from Towns here. What's Paul to George's uh, total? I got Paul George at 27 and a half, which Ooh. I like to, to go over to, to be honest with you. I'll go D. under on that. He scored 32, and I think he scored 30 in a couple of games against Minnesota. 31 regular season games. Is he's averaged about 24. Okay. Full three points under. I'll take the under on that. Feel you, my brother. Um, how about, how about uh, let's see... Jackson. I got Reggie Jackson here, 16 and a half. Is he, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go. Uh, Where you leaning there? Somebody needs under. to Minnesota's defense is pretty bad, D. Yeah. You going to go two unders here? Like, come <laughs> on now, brother. No, just playing. But Minnesota's defense is pretty shaky, though. So that's why the, t- the total of the, o- you know, the over looks good, too. Um, any other thoughts on this game? What are you thinking? What's your lean? 
We have to go Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota minus three, and I'll, I'll, I'll lean the over. Yeah, yeah. I feel you. I feel you. Towns, it's a tough call. Towns right gets here. it done, man. Pat Bev is a, is gonna be a pest out there. You know, D'Angelo Russell gonna step up, hit a couple of threes. As far as experience go, there's a big lean here to the Clippers, no? I, I mean, they beat them three times this year, bro. Three out of the four games, I think the Clippers won. Yeah, both meetings and in Minnesota. And like I said, Minnesota 2-8 and eight against the spread last 10, so they're not exactly coming into this thing hot here. But, you know. I think, I mean, I don't want to say you're underestimating um the Clippers right now, but remember, PG and Power is part of the team now. You know, these guys weren't there for a long time. No, that either. was a boost for the Clippers last week, definitely getting Power back. They look so. good. There was one game that they looked particularly, you know, that I was like, damn, both these guys look really good. It was a blowout by the half. I'm like... That looks great. I hear you, brother. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. You're gonna stick with I'm your gonna guns. stand firm here. I'm gonna lean Wolves minus oh, three at home. Yeah, over. the two All home, right. the two home teams covered tonight. I feel you, my brother. I'm gonna lean uh, uh, the young team. I'm gonna go Clippers, man. I'm a Clippers guy. I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. Plus three and a half. I could, I could still win and lose. You know, I'll take the points and I'll agree with you with the over. Over 2.30. We see some points tonight, some action. That, that game is going to be kind of fun, no? That should be a fun one. I think so. Should be a fun one. You're going to roll into these next ones for yeah. tomorrow? Yeah, let's hit that up. So, uh, Charlotte at Atlanta. Yes. Four and a half is the spread, and the over-under is uh, at the moment, 2.36. Yeah. That's, that's a, down from 2.39. That's a big total. Yeah, big total. it was bigger. <laughs> uh, and when you're thinking about totals, guys, straight up. Under 11-1 and one in the last 12 for the Hornets, facing a, a, a team with a winning record straight up. And then on the other side, D, I got to just hit you with these numbers. Under 12-2 and two, the last 14 for the Hawks when they're facing a team with a straight up record, winning okay. record. So the under, that's why I think everyone jumping on the under, you know what I'm saying? And I, I believe that the last like eight or nine matchups, yeah, six and one, the last seven meetings on the under. Bro, I'm going to follow the trends in this one. Absolutely love the under in this game, and I love Atlanta to cover. Okay. So you like Atlanta here. You like Trey Young here. I mean, listen, uh, 27 and 14 at home, straight up. Mm. You got a nice little short line. Not short, but, you know, four is definitely doable. And they've been 7-3 against the spread last 10. I don't think Charlotte's ready just quite yet. I think Trey get, goes off. And, you know, this is a team that made the Eastern Conference Finals last year. So, they, they have mm-hmm. experience just from last year. They True. know they can get it done. They've been hot the second half of the season. No John Collins? That, does, that doesn't bother you? I'll roll, I'll, I'll roll with Atlanta. I like Atlanta. Just trying to throw that out there. Haywood is still is still out for Charlotte. So, that kind of evens the ground here. And um, when you think about the matchups this year and you look at that, two and two. So, that was straight up, a t- you know, both teams winning on each other's home courts. So that that's that's what went down this year. Um, as far as defenses go, D, throw them out the window, bro. Both te- both defenses are on the bottom third of the league, so we're not gonna see much defense here. But that total is crazy high. That's why I like game. the under road. That yeah. total is just too high, two thirty six. You know. I agree with you, my brother. I agree with you, and the history of these two teams also says um is is pointing to the under. Um, let's go let's go props here. Um, let's go props, and then I'll give you my pick later on. Trey Young, 30 and a half. Hunter, 14 and a half. Herder, 12 and a half. What you like best there? You go Trey and ride the ride. You the know, Herder, 12 and a half. I That's like pretty that. pretty good, right? Yeah, pretty low. He hits, he hits some threes. He gets half from beyond the arc. They feed him the ball. And he's a playoff performer. I remember seeing him last year. He kind of stepped up last absolutely, year, right? Absolutely, absolutely. That 12 and a half seems too low for me for Herder at home. You know what I'm saying? He's at home, too. I love that 12 and a half D, and I agree with you. How about Trey? You, you like Ice Trey over 30 and a half? I mean, there's no John Collins. 
give me the give me Trey over thirty. Trey, Trey goes nuts. I like that. Trey goes nuts at home. He he's a playoff. He he likes the stage. He likes the stage. Yeah. He knows that his team has to win because they're in the nine ten spot. So this they, they even if they win this game, they're still not in, right? No. So we're gonna see a big time performance from Trey. I agree with you, and I will also circle Herder there. D Charlie, I'm gonna spit three names out to you. They're all very similar in point total. Ball, 23 and a half. Bridges, 22 and a half. Rozier, 21 and a half. What's your lean? LaMelo? Rozier. You like Rozier? Yeah. Big game Rozier. He could he could torch Trey too, D, because Trey is a small guy. Exactly. You know? I could see that matchup kind of, you know, as far as offensively, Rozier getting his. Yeah, for sure. That's a sneaky good pick there at 21 and a half. I totally agree with you, my brother. I like it. And as far as this game goes, I agree with you too, bro. Atlanta minus four by the half point. I take Atlanta at home. They're the more veteran team. They're the more proven team. Ice Trey, we see what he did last year in the playoffs already. So uh, that's my lean. And the and the total, I'll lean under as well. Let's move, my brother. Yeah, so the next game will be the last game of the play-in. Well, yeah. the opening salvo of the play-in because then <laughs> the loser will get that, that second chance out of the 7-8, right? Exactly. Or the 7-10. Uh, Pelicans, San Antonio in New Orleans, and the line is five. Talk about two teams that probably do not deserve to get in, right? Yeah, these teams are definitely like, I mean, the Pelicans though, D, I'm not going to lie. The second half of the year after they got CJ McCollum, this was a different team. This was a tough team. Like, you know, they won a lot of games that they weren't supposed to win, that they were dogs in. I just know that. I don't know the numbers, numbers, but I just... Recall seeing the Pelicans winning a lot of games, and I'm just like kind of raising my eyebrows. Second half of the season, so this is a different team. When you got CJ, when you got Ingram, who should be there, and when you got Valanciunas, you know that that little three combo right there is pretty strong, and I like it. So my lean is the Pelicans here at five and a half. I know it might be a little steep, but I mean against Pop, what you think, D? I mean, talk me out of this. I'm gonna go plus five, man. You San go plus Antonio five? nine and one against the spread. Okay. In their last ten games, and and, nice. and the clear coaching edge with Popovich, so I'll, right, I'll roll right, the bro. dice with Pop getting five. D, they also won three of the last four against this team. They're three and one against the spread, the last four versus the Pelicans. And, and just so you know, three of those four games also went under. If you if you're thinking about the total here at two twenty seven, so. I guess my lean is under there, too. San Antonio's offense is actually not that bad. They're eighth, eighth in points. Eighth in scoring, yeah. yeah. Eighth, 113 points. And 14th in field goal percentage. So, you know, almost 47%. That's not bad. So, you got to like that. And then one more thing that San Antonio has going for them. 24-16-1 against the spread on the road. So, they did a good job on the road. And they could lose this game and stay within five points. You know what? I might go just go back to the other side. I agree with you with the coaching advantage here. And the numbers, I like what I see here. The Pelicans are not really... I don't see any good numbers for the Pelicans. But again, this team is a different team the second half of the year, right? With CJ being there, it changes everything. Um, Just some numbers to throw out there, too, D, to support San Antonio. Spurs 7-0 and against the spread the last seven meetings. Um, 8-1 and the last nine meetings. I mean, seven, the last seven meetings in New Orleans and 8-1 and the last nine meetings overall. Mm. So they are, they got their number. 
Yeah. Pop, Pop knows what he's doing over there. I, I got I gotta roll with San Antonio, man. Dehonte Murray, right? Yep. That's their guy. I I, I roll with Pop getting the five points. Also the uh the under is trending too, bro. Yep. Seven and one in the last eight meetings. I like the under in this matchup as well. And three of the last four matchups between these teams also went under. So they have a history of going under. Um D props. Twenty three and a half Murray. Keldon Johnson, twenty and a half. Patel, twelve and a half. Which one you like best? I'll go Murray. Murray, right? Yeah. He's their dog, dog. He's their guy. You know, the guy, he's the, we're going to be the one that is going to take the onus upon himself to, you know, will this team to the next. And so he he's going to get his shots off. And he can create his own shot, too. I, I like I like, I like, like San Antonio getting that five, though. I think that's a smart bet, man. They they're, could they're, even win. I mean, they, they average more points a game, better field goal percentage, better in rebounding. Uh, I think they have a better bench. I, I, I'll go with San Antonio and the better coach. Feel you. Getting the five. New Orleans, 26. I mean, um, CJ McCollum from New Orleans. 26 and a half, and then Valachunas at 18 and a half. Anything jump out at you there? I'll go McCollum. McCollum. He is a, a sharpshooter. Love his mid-range game. So I, I, I lean McCollum, too, on the 20, over 26 and a half. He's their main weapon. I was looking for Ingram, but I couldn't find props on him. Um, So that, that wraps it up there for the, the playing games, and then we're going to yeah. get that other game, which we're going to try and make some picks for some of these games. Which, what you like out of all this that we got through today – well, let's look at tonight. What you like best tonight? Of the, of the four... All right, all right, that's a different question. Because yeah. of the four, yeah, I like Atlanta. I think Atlanta's going to smoke them tomorrow. Mm. I think Atlanta's going to smoke Minus Charlotte four. tomorrow. Yeah, I really do like that. You. Now, if, tonight, you know, I'm, I'm going to roll a BK, man. I'm going to roll a Brooklyn show tonight. Over any props or anything like that? I, I think I think Durant's a lock to, to have a lot of points. I really like that that thirty point Brooklyn win prop tonight. But mm. I think I know you'd like to play a little more safe. Just take thirty two, right? With, with with Durant. I mean, Brooklyn should win tonight. I mean, how shocking would that be if Brooklyn was to lose tonight? Right? They did lose to the, the Hornets a, a few weeks ago. Yeah. They did lose to the Hornets a few weeks ago. Yeah, but this is must win. Exactly. Well, you know, this is when it when it you know KD's that guy, right? Exactly. This, this is when you got to show out. So I think my best pick tonight, my brother, is gonna be. Uh, I think Carl Anthony Towns, man, he's gonna go over, bro. He's gonna go over. He's gonna put on a show. This is his chance. This is an opportunity. I know it's a young team, but Carl Anthony Towns. Let's see if you show up tonight. Over twenty six and a half, bro. Yeah, twenty six and a half. So I like that. Um. And yeah, I'm looking forward to that game too. So, D, let's talk series real quick, right? The series that are out? Yes. The NBA series. We have a few series already that are out, guys. You know, the 3-6 matchup is out. The 4-5 matchups are out in both um, in both conferences. So, I just wanted to take a look at that. Um, do you want to start with the East? Well, let's just go in order, right? Cause, uh, the way that it's set up. Uh, the way it's going to start. Saturday, so, okay. Utah and Dallas kicks off Saturday at 1. Okay. And then Toronto and Philly that night. And then Denver and Golden later that night. And then are Sunday you surprised would be, by the... Uh, I'm sorry, D. Sunday will be Chicago and Milwaukee. So those are the, the four series that are set so far. Set in stone. Is there any of these spreads that kind of surprises you a little bit or no? Uh, just to start the series. Not not to win the series. Just the first game of the series. The first game? Kind of surprising. Just the, you, you no, no. the series or the first game? Just the first... Let's look at the first game first and then okay, I, okay, then okay. ask about the series. Because I'm looking at the spread... Um, for each game right now, and I'm looking at the Jazz minus four and a half at Dallas. Yeah, 
And I think I'm looking at, I like the plus four and a half there. That's the only one that looks kind of wrong to me. Yeah, uh, you know, especially being that Dallas is at home. Exactly. More wins. Uh, I, I would like Dallas at home plus getting four, four and a half points with Luca. A hot Luca coming into this. I buy a half point, make a nice five. I, I mean, I, li- I love Dallas. I, I think that that looks off to me. And I guess that's why I like the series too. Do you know what the series is at for, um, for Dallas, D? Yeah, it's uh, minus 290 for Utah. So you get in Dallas that has the extra game at home at plus, plus 235. What's going on here? Am I missing something no, here? No, listen, I, I, you know, I guess you will have to look a, a little deeper into it just to see if somebody's this, missing or, you but know. But this Dallas team played great in the second half. They are top-notch defense. You got Jason Kidd, who's at the helm. I mean, I like Jason Kidd, D. I got to be honest. He, all his teams always have had success, you know, so there's that. And then you got Luca, who's been a playoff performer. I don't understand what's going on here, but my lean, my big lean is Dallas here on the plus money. You know, like D said, maybe there is an injury or something like that. We'll look into that. But from from the looks of it now, I, I, I like Dallas. Mm. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I, I, I would lean. I, I mean, in that first game, I like them getting the the four points at home. As for the series, yeah, uh, yeah, I could be talked into taking uh, plus money at home. I mean, why not? And Dallas, they always don't they always seem to get off to fast starts in the playoffs, going up 2-0, right? Luka, if Luka doesn't get injured in these last couple of playoffs, you know, with these bad ankle injuries, this team, who knows? You know, sky's the limit. Yeah. Seriously, because their best player is playing hampered. And if Luka could keep himself under control to the point where he doesn't get hurt, I like Dallas, and I like Dallas big, bro. Um, What else do you like? What I, from I like the Toronto. I like, like Toronto, Toronto to win that series. Mm. Nice I think, value I there think, too, right? I think Philly's uh, a bunch of frauds. I think Harden's a fraud. Doc? Did you hear about Doc and how the team supposedly doesn't like Doc? Listen, turmoil, that right? I, and out. Toronto's been slept on all year. I know they don't have that that true superstar, but the, the sum of the parts does sure seem to get it done in Toronto. And they do have Nick Nurse as a head coach. He's, he's pretty good. Toronto might be the best team in the East in the second half after Boston, bro. And Doc, That's how good they've been. Doc's had such a bad track record in the playoffs. He's given up a 3-1 series leads a few times, a 3-2 series lead, 2-0 series leads. He's given up in the playoffs. He's lost four home games, uh, four home game sevens on his resume mm. loss for Doc. So Doc's been bad in the playoffs. That's not good. That's not good. And we also know about Harden's history in the playoffs. And, and that so that's not know, a good combination. Combined with, with Harden. <laughs> Damn, poor Philly fans, bro. Not that we have any, any, and you know that we that we care too bad about that here in New York because we we really don't care much for Philly fans. But yeah, man, I agree with you, D Raptors. Yeah, and um, and, and I don't even think it's a series. I think they get it done in like five or six games. I agree with you, brother. That's a nice value there. How about the other series? What do you lean, Nuggets and Warriors? You know. Uh, I don't want to go against Golden State, and I don't want to lay two fifty. So I'm probably off that. And I definitely don't want to do that with Chicago. Although I think Milwaukee wins. I mean, minus 1,100 is way too much. Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. have both been ruled out for for Sunday. Oh, no, that's for Sunday. Unlikely to return during the playoffs, though, for both of them. So that's that report. I, I, I guess the only, I mean, for me, the only. Curry. Would be Chicago. I mean, uh, give a, would you give a thought to Chicago plus 700 against Milwaukee? 
And they had such a bad record against the the, the top so, of the, the yeah. top seeds, you know. It's like, so bad against the good. <laughs> yeah. And this is probably the best team that they could have. I mean, can I mean, you really the, see the defending champions going out in the first round against a team that's bad against against the top tier competition? No, no right? No, I can't. So you scratch no, that off, you know. Definitely not taking minus eleven hundred. And then it depends how you feel about Denver Golden. I could see people making a case for Denver going two hundred five. Jokic is a tough there, matchup. You know, Jokic is a tough matchup. But I, I wouldn't want to go against Golden in the first round. I agree with you. I mean, the injuries and everything going on with Golden, the uncertainty. Yeah. The only the only way to go in this situation, I think, is to, by taking the plus money here. With, oh yeah, with Denver. yeah, definitely. You can't take Golden, definitely. right? Yeah. So, and I wouldn't be mad at you because you don't know if Curry comes back, he could get re-injured easily, right? Yo, I could, I could, you I could, could definitely see not for nothing with you know. Yeah, man. With, 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 with Curry, you don't know what percentage he is. Mm-hmm. It could fall apart for Golden here real quick. They were bad Denver in the wins second a couple half. Of the, with the Denver wins that steals that first one at home, you know? Denver was solid in the second half. They do Golden have Joker. Joker Might be the two-time MVP. Joker is, is the weapon of all weapons, my brother. And they have Barton. Morris has come along. Gordon. You know? Gordon is still there. I like their team. I like their team. So I wouldn't be shocked. No, I agree. Well, you. if Curry's not 100%, then, you know, the, 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 the workload falls onto Clay and Poole, right? Yeah. As far as scoring, pool, pool for sure, and, and pool might be up to the task because he's he's shown that he's he's. Draymond is not going to do much scoring. He can score. I know. I mean, we wouldn't count on Draymond too, but Kaminga has been a guy that stepped up, a young player that might have to step up a little bit more and add some points if Curry's not around. Could get interesting if if Denver wins the first, or maybe even the first two in Golden. Yeah, for sure. Be interesting to see those odds shift. I mean, Joker. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, D, if so, you thinking that Atlanta. In the East is probably gonna be the other team besides Brooklyn to get in. Yeah. That they end up probably beating Cleveland in that yeah. second game. Yeah. I agree with you there. And then as far as the West, how do you think it goes down? I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Cause Clippers Timberwolves, so that means that the Clippers will have a second chance still if they lose tonight. Yeah. So do you think the Clippers could be a San Antonio or a Pelicans, or what do you think there? It'll be at Clippers. I like I like uh, I like Minnesota obviously to break through right yeah that's what I'm saying Minnesota you like Minnesota so I'm saying if the Clippers and then in the next game in the next game Clippers against the Pel- uh, San Antonio or the Pelicans who do you like in that game you know it's gonna be at Clippers I I think San Antonio surprises everybody <laughs> and see, okay. San Antonio surprises everybody Pop- and sneaks the Popovich sneaks his way in oh, with a team that's what 13 games under 500 14 games under 500 and they, they make you. the playoffs well that would be something right that's something that would that's a something. Popovich move right there to get a team that's 14 games under into the sneak them in the back door into the playoffs that'd be crazy that'd be crazy I'm sure there's some odds on that too as far as San Antonio making the playoffs yeah for sure um but we're not gonna search for that right now let's just end on a little baseball note. Of course, baseball is back. Um, we're, we're very happy to have it after a mini lockout or whatever, missing out on a week. Um, D, who impressed you the most so far? I know it's only been four games, but who you impressed you the most? Philly at three and one so far. San Diego at four and one. I mean, we kind of expected this from Houston at three and one, and and the Blue Jays have been solid. But what do you think? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, the Rays three and one, still the getting Rays. it done. Yes. Even though they they're beating up they beat they beat up on Baltimore there, right? So, exactly. They, you know. they always yeah they always do that. I mean you know we <laughs> I I picked uh, Toronto and, and Houston so of course I'm happy with what they've shown so far. I guess Philly would be a surprise at three and one. 
Seattle, man, two and two, uh, a good, a good yeah, start. They started to the off on the road yeah. too, so that's not that's a solid start there for Seattle. Just the Cubs stealing a couple of games yes. over the weekend. They were surprising. I gotta admit, yeah, the Cubs, the Cubs getting a couple of games over the weekend. Yeah, that does uh, surprising. They Colorado, good. three and one. Colorado, yes, Colorado, and we had Colorado on the over. We should have made that a pick, bro, because we felt good about that one. The number was really low, and Colorado's gotten off to a solid start. So, yeah, that's good. Interesting, man. I'm surprised at Atlanta. I mean, Atlanta's had some shaky stuff. I mean, Cincinnati was supposed to be bad this year, and I think they lost that series to Cincinnati, or they didn't look as good in that series. Mm-hmm. And then and Milwaukee, D, one and three so far, losing yeah, some games uh, there to the uh, Cubs. The offense is bad in Milwaukee. Yeah. They, they haven't scored nothing <laughs> over the weekend. Yeah, Detroit stole a couple of games over the weekend that they had a, a fun weekend, too. And the Dodgers have a, a little bit of a one rough two, start. One and two stuff for the Dodgers. <laughs> You know, it's baseball. It's hard to, to to predict anything off of the first four games when you got a 162-game season. But, you know, just having some fun with it. But, yeah, you know, a few surprising things over the weekend. And the one thing, too, I wanted to have a little bit of a conversation with you because it's hard as far as being a gambler and and then you get hit with the baseball season, you know what I'm saying? And, and you got games every day, all day. How do you approach the beginning of the year? In baseball, are you a sit and wait kind of guy, or how do you like to attack? Yeah, I, I you know, I'm all about uh, pitching matchups. So when I see a, a pitcher that I really like on the mound, like a strong horse that's gonna go out, there, even though it really doesn't mean much these days. Uh, most of these pitchers are out by the fifth, sixth inning now. Yeah, especially um, in the beginning of the season. Yeah, I'm, you know, just just watching trends. Baseball's a, a, a sport of trends, especially when you're betting. You know, when yes. a team's hot, a team's hot. When a team is not. So, you know. Speaking of trends, Saturday, D, 14 out of the 15 games under. Um, I was going to get into that under total conversation with you, brother, because I, I like to attack the under in the beginning of the season if I'm going to attack a total because of the weather, because of the lack of hitting, and, and hitters kind of slow to get to it. What are your thoughts on that? What do you, what do you mean? As far as the totals and, and how to attack the again, you know, uh, I mean, Ro, we're not even a, a full, uh, you know, ro- a full way through the rotation. You know, we haven't even yeah. hit the, the the fourth and fifth starters yet, so it's really hard to tell right now. I'm just saying, in general, like I'm saying, do you agree with that notion that in the beginning of the year the you under? tend to see more unders because, because of the lack of hitting and because of the weather? Well, you were pointing out you like the 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 matchup from the pitching standpoint as far as betting unders early. Exactly. And I can agree with that. You know, I guess the the, the pitching were you know it takes a while for the hitters to catch up to the pitching. Exactly. Is that that's, what you're that's the, yeah exactly that's the lean right now. Uh, and so, and I, d- I didn't know it what on Saturday it was what eleven out of the twelve games or yeah. twelve out of the fourteen games. Yeah, it was a lot. under. 14 out of 15, bro, was under. So that was an interesting stat. So I'm definitely on the lookout for unders with some value. And um, yeah, man, try to stay. Like That's another thing, too. When we we're talking about, I got kind of hit pretty bad on Pano pick. Some bad choices and some lack of value. Minus 170, minus 180. You know, and then I was rethinking it and having a conversation with D. And I'm like, man, that's the, that's the way you get killed in the baseball season, no? Yeah, for what, sure. What's your approach as far as that? A tepid approach, you know, take a game. What's by game. the most you take? One fifty, one sixty. No, listen. I was telling you, if if, you, if the, for the high money lines, I like to pair it up with another game with of, of a high money line, mm-hmm. just so I avoid you know paying too much money if a loss occurs. I will take a one eighty or one ninety occasionally if I really, really, really like the matchup. But you know that you know you got to stay away from those if you're trying to keep that. Bank the bankroll management. Yeah, man. So anything really above 150, if, if I'm not too sure about it, I like to pair it up with something else. 
you know, two two uh two high money line favorites yeah. and then put them put them together and try That's and get a, a more way. affordable price, you know. Or just I guess or or you just have to go in the direction of you the know, run line. bank roll management. You could go run line or bank roll well, management yeah, you, where you're going you for a lot less units. If you can't find that other parlay partner, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? You have to um, just try to win less. Then you, I mean, maybe the run line. The run line. The run line the is run an line option. becomes the option. It does. It does. Good talk there, man, on baseball and gambling. So that's it, brother. We wrapped it up. We talk NBA. We talk a little baseball. We enjoy ourselves. And any advice for the folks out there? What you thinking? Yeah, uh... I like Atlanta tomorrow, man. You Atlanta, like Atlanta Hawks. That's that's. Uh... <laughs> and then in, in, in a few weeks we'll have NHL playoffs coming up yeah, too. Yeah, so... And yeah, there's baseball, there's basketball. There's yeah. Once we a get this, going this on right playing now. situation sorted out, and we see the other series, now then maybe we can parlay series. You know. Yes. Yes. You're parlay right. a few of the of the high favorite series together and see if we get a better price. Well, I think it's all gonna be done by Saturday, one way or another. So we'll we'll know by then. And we'll see if maybe we'll make a pick on one of these series, D. Maybe we could agree on a Dallas to win the series or something else. And we could maybe, put that out there as a Atlanta. pick. Maybe Atlanta. Or Atlanta. Not Atlanta. Um, I'm sorry, Toronto. Yes. Yes. Maybe we'll agree on one of those. And we'll throw that out there on Better Universe on the IG. I mean, would you right? really be that surprised if Philly lost, in the first, uh, lost to Toronto it. in the first round? I wouldn't. We just got to decide which one is a better pick between Dallas and, and that one. Or maybe we put out put both of them out if we if we like those both. Bettheuniverse.pawbean.com, the original home, Spotify, iTunes, the IG page, and of course the Pano Pick app where Bet the Uni Row presence is felt there, as well as a ton of our other great cappers that do their work on there. Total transparency, that's the name of the game. When it comes to panel pick, that's what they provide. And, you know, yeah. if you are, are struggling better out there or you're just getting your feet wet in this gambling thing, I know there's tons of new uh, customers that are coming into the market every day. A panel pick is a great way to check out other cappers and, and track their picks and see, just follow along and kind of see how these guys, yeah. you know, what they're thinking and, and, and what and what yes. they like to take, you know? Gambling strategy, D, at its finest. That's just you know, sure. just, just so you could see it play out, and uh, you know, and maybe you just want to throw a couple of dollars for a week and, and follow one of these guys and and ride one of their hot streaks and come up a couple of units. No, yeah. And I was gonna say, speaking of hot streaks, Mister Gambit Tips is back, guys, and he's back and he's on fire. So big shout out to Mister Gambit Tips. He's if you want you talk about strategy and bankroll management, Mister Gambit Tips is king still. And um, big shout out, man. You stay hot, stay on fire, brother, and keep it rolling. Nice to see that uh, Mr. Gambit has found his way back. And, uh, you know, I see other guys that killer picks and parlays. I know yes. he does his thing out there. Shim knows bets. Uh, our guys, are, our friends at KB betting. Yeah, of course. So, uh, CFB. CFB, we miss you, brother. So yeah, uh, bet the universe out on a Tuesday, uh, sometime next week, probably on the later part of next week, maybe Monday. We'll we'll uh, we'll figure that out. Yeah. And, but uh, till then, be on the lookout with the IG page for sure and the uh, panel pickup. Good luck, guys. Later. Have a good week.